Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. Warning. You have entered the realm of the gods. So give us your mind and your full attention. So you say you deal with esoteric information? I never heard of such. Well, you're in for a treat. Blah talk, blah talk, this is the blah talk. I lean L Bay dropping jewels every day. Blah talk, blah talk, this is the blah talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. Blah talk, blah talk, this is the blah talk. I lean L Bay dropping jewels every day. Blah talk, blah talk, this is the blah talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. So you claim to be a god? Damn right I'm a god. The maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization, god of the So get your notepad, it's more than an hour full Watch your job, the crew is watching talk Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand First world order, we bring it at home in the first quarter Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders Silly rabbit, knowledge for God No matter where you resign, Lodge, Temple of Mars So don't fret or proceed with hesitation Just tune in to Blog Talk to get the information Peace Whether you suffer from pain in your back To aches in your knees Come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. Conscious. At the end of days, 
clash of the titans Zombies running rampant, Christ in the pamper Looking for a lamp, revving at the church Plugging in the amp, rock of the ages Son of the undead vampire, immortal rage I bleed red ink on the page Words and truth, no signature Tis the blur from invisible literature Sitting at the dock of the face of Otis Having rituals, turn the lights off It can get real quick, sir Melting pot mix, I'm in search for a fix Walking backwards, looking forwards Patiently waiting, don't ignore it Holding two swords like peace signs aimed at your board
see the streets, never really miss a beat To the point of no return, lest I turn another cheek Catch me on my dating box, smooth as I wanna be Just being me, never chilling with the wannabes God in the flesh, dated bad sister latches But cosmic history is more than they can understand it My melanated skin, made a rush from the astro I made a dark energy, created from black holes No thyself, the only one you can lean on I got some scoopers that y'all can break y'all weed on Our here's more Luther the king of slave ships But what about the underwater cities of spaceships My mystical mind, we had a government covering But it's the old man temple fly away like a mothership Where African people wear the rear and they knock it Wearing feathers on their heads just to prove feet taller than me through the transition and that's all she wrote Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus back to the Pope Came back my angel times and bring heaven on earth Yo, don't look at me the same, I ain't nothing like I used to be Upgraded daily through the lies and all the foolery My dream can't lucid, I travel back in time Collecting life data for my subconscious mind That father let me know that anything is possible By pulling down the universe through my crown chakra Manipulate the energy, it's all an illusion Knowing who you are kills all the confusion Why 85% judge off my appearance? I use alchemy to create the world potential My lyrics turn divas right back into queens Why don't Boys the same twice appearing back on the scene Everybody gone mad, blame the media outlet The new black Hollywood, chosen straight out of the project Bobo and gender war, sucking up to the master While the whole community going up in disaster We going through the transition and that's all she wrote Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus peace back to the Pope Came back my angel times to bring heaven on earth I was the last golden child, they returned to birth We going through the transition and that's all she wrote Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus peace back to the Pope Since we are here in North America, 
uh, uh, I've been dealing with birthright issues and uh, things about trying to get people to stop, please stop to take right. the word black out of their vocabulary. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to take it out of their vocabulary. Right, right. Well, right. Well, this goes back to Elijah Muhammad when he said that those who do not treat you right cannot be expected to teach you right. And so, um, keeping that in mind, um, we should be able to definitely begin to start going deeper than um, the history books, because we know um, what the history book has told us. Um, they have told us nothing but lies about our history. Um, the Reconstruction era was specifically about reconstructing our history. You know, um, Dr. Carter G. Wilson um who was the father of Negro History Week, um, you know, in 1926, changed it, they changed it to Black History Week in 1972 to, um, you know, to Black History Month in 1976. But in his classic book, um, The Miseducation of a Negro, he proclaimed that the Negroes should not expect to be educated authentically in any antiquated public school system designed to promote the socioeconomic interests of whites, hence our beyond United States quote-unquote citizens. Um, so, therefore, the mere important of information is not education. You know, so um, they never educated us about our history. And if a race has no history, um, it has no self-worth, you know, and, and no worthwhile traditions and it becomes a neg- neglectable factor in the thought of the world, and it stands in danger of being exterminated. You know, and this is what Carter G. Wilson said. Dr. Carter G. Wilson said this and made this, you know, specifically clear, plainly clear, plainly clear. You know, but, um, you know, we got some information on which that takes this thing a whole lot further back. You know, people just want to stick to Africa. Um concerning information, and yes, we can start there because there is some um, information on which that, you know, shows that there's only relics, not fossils, there's a difference, and this has been a problem with those who are trying to debate and don't know the difference between fossils and relics, but if you go to the book, Forbidden Archaeology, The Hidden History of the Human Race by Michael Creedmoor and Richard L. Thompson, I speak about this book all the time because um, this is really a history book. This is what you need to be reading in history class, okay? Mm-hmm. But anyway, they spoke about in South Africa how miners, um, you know, found hundreds of metallic spheres, you know, these circular objects, you know, while underground, and at least one of them which had three parallel grooves running across the equator, you know, mm-hmm. um, and according to scientists, the, the spheres were found in um, what they refer to as thiophilic, um rock, which was mined in Western Transville, South Africa. And they say that it dated back to 2.8 billion years old. Hmm. But then they had to say that these particular objects or metallic spheres were not natural. And the origin is unknown. But then at the same time, they say, the after was created by intelligent beings. 2.8 billion so years. They don't know how, 
Right. They don't know how it came into existence, but they know that it was created by intelligent beings. You know how they know that? It's because they say that this type of metallic um, object from metal, um, the way that it was structured and made, it had to have been in zero gravity. Now, Brother L, now, of course, we know that from what we've seen from all the space movies, sci-fi movies, that mm-hmm. only time that did zero gravity is when you get outside of Earth orbit, you know, or outside of the stratosphere, as they say. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, they also refer to them as... um. Close drop, a drop, close drop, um, seers. But when you see them, they were actually they found over two hundred of them, and they all dated back to two point eight billion years ago. So we know that this information, huh? Here in the Western Hemisphere. Here in South Africa. South Africa, okay. Right, but here in North America, I'm getting ready to get to America right now. Because um, we're talking about a, a, a scientific American magazine, Brother L. Um, I think it was issued June 5th, 1852. And this shit was hidden by the um, Smithsonian. But it came out in this article about a metallic vase from pre- Cambrian rock. And they said that this report contained um, um, information concerning a blast carried out at Meeting Hill Rock in Dorchester, Massachusetts. Hmm. Dorchester, Massachusetts. Now, Dorchester, Massachusetts is right outside of Boston, Massachusetts. And mm-hmm. the blast disgorged Tons of rocks described by the United States Geological Survey as pudding stone, which dated back over 600 million years ago, Brother Al. Mm. Mm. And this bowl shaped metallic vessel, right, and this bowl shaped metallic vessel was blown out of the damn rocks and was about four inches high with exquisite carving, indicating the presence of artistic metal workers over 600 million years ago. Right here hmm. in the Americas, in North America specifically, a bell shaped vessel, vase, over 600 million years ago, with exquisite corner, brother, metallic. Now, in both instances, hmm. we come out 2.8 billion years ago, over 600 million years ago. Now nine thousand nine, miles apart, which takes, you know, you know that at least on slavery it took three to four months or more. So we're mm-hmm. talking about two continents where this metallic. The metallic objects were found and discovered. And Brother L, the question is, who in the hell were doing smelting of metals 600 million to 2.8 to 3 billion years ago? 
Who would know to know? Good question. But and I think we got an answer to it, though. Yeah, yeah, the Albion would tell you that it was right. Right, right. Well, the as well as 
moderate human skill um, skills and show Negroid genetic markers. Mm. Negroid right. genetic markers. So Negroids were building cities in Mexico 2.5 million years ago. So is it quite a jump for those who were building cities 2.5 million years ago to be the ones who was also the ones who was in Dorchester, Massachusetts, 600 million years ago, who also had to have been Negroid, or 2.8 billion years ago, had to have been also Negroid, because 2.5 million years ago, guess what? The Europeans, nor the Asians, races were on the planet. That's right. There's only one race on the planet. 2.5 million years ago. 600 million years ago. 2.8 billion years ago. The European will tell you himself that the present form that he's in right now only came after the last ice age, between 8,000 to 6,000 years ago. That's it. As far as they can go. That's it. So the only aliens that it could be possibly talking about is the ones who have Negroid genetic markers. (laughs) (laughs) All right? (laughs) And then Nevin's um, Guerrero collection are now in the American Museum of Natural History and also at the Peabody Museum of Harvard University. So cities in America millions of years old on the hush. But in science, this is a direct contradiction to the theory of the monkeys magically evolving into Africans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why they now have to say, oh, it was the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't want to give us that, you know. Because now we're talking about not just Africans, right? But also now us being in America millions of years ago, six hundred million years ago, we was in Dorchester, Massachusetts, brother L. That's right. Two point five million years ago, we had ancient cities throughout Mexico, brother L. Now. Uh, we know that the fathers and mothers of civilization in Mexico were the people that they right. refer to as the she people or the Olmecs. But they would tell us, oh, but the Olmecs, they just came here about approximately 5,000 years ago, about 3,113 um, BC. That's 3,000 years before Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let the history channel tell it. Right. But yet, these ancient cities are in Mexico and was found. See, this is this is the type of stuff that I'm talking about. When you go into history, you go for the unusual. You don't go for the shit that they're just telling you over and over again that you learn in school. Right. Because you know the shit that you learned in school is incomplete. And most of the time, it's inaccurate. 
We do some foolish shit. Listen to the European in this case, because here it is. We spent 20000 to a hundred and some odd more thousands of dollars to go to school for four years to get told that we came from eight. <laughs> and how to make A's on this shit. Uh-huh. Or B's, or at least come out of there with an average of a C. But you had to listen to them claim that you evolved from the homo habilis well, from the Afropithesis, the Australian Pithesis, the uh, Homo habilis, the um, Homo erectus, into the Homo uh, sabian, into the Homo sabian sabian, or so whatever whatever they refer to it as. Right. So they tell you that's your evolution, and before the Afro um, um, the African hypothesis, um, you came from. Monkey, brother L. <laughs> and this is the history they gave us. It, so. it, 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 right, right, right. That's what they gave us. And, and I'll go even further. All right? <laughs> In um, 1887, uh, Florentino, or Magino, discovered apparently man-made heaths, primitive flintstones, carved bones, and a moderate human-looking spinal bone. And guess how old this was? In um, Placeson, strata three to two, five million years old. Hmm. At Monte Hermosa, Argentina. He also made similar discoveries in the Miocene stratus, Argentina, which dates back to 5 to 25 million years ago or over. Hmm. Well, that's real history. Right, right. This is, this is real history. Not that you're not going to learn school. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and then the um, 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 Negroes listen to the show, and the show is free. And I have nerve that ask me why I charge for everything. And I'm like, huh? Maybe didn't you listen to the show? <laughs> the show was free. Uh, mm. uh, did you read the information on the website? Which is, I, I put all the books on the website. Did you read them? Sure. Oh, you did? Oh, well, them shit's for free. <laughs> Did you watch the videos on YouTube? On Vimo? Okay, mm-hmm. that's just for free. Right. You know, so you know, so you know, so this nonsense that people have, you know what I'm saying, in their retardation is what gets me, brother Al. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
Now, you know, well, let, let me continue on. Did you remember McIntyre? In 1960, um, it was 1969, uh, she did um, human habitations was found existing in Mexico that dated back at least 250,000 to 250,000 years um, ago based on human artifacts and stone tools tested. Um, at a site near the city of um, um, Pueblo. And shortly after the testing or the dating of the site uh, was made public, the head of the Mexican uh, Archaeological Department of the Mexican government became very upset at the ancient dates and ordered the Mexican army to close the site and confiscate all artifacts. Mm. All right. And, and, and now she was the United States Geological Survey um, um, uh, um, you know surveyor and, and she led a team there and they was ordered to basically get that hell out and you know and um, don't you tell nobody about that shit but <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> right, and, 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 and that was in right, and that was in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Argentina, which is South America. So South America, Mexico that we just spoke about, into North America, into Dorchester, Massachusetts, we're talking about millions and hundreds of thousands and millions of years ago. Mm-hmm. Which is already here in the West Hemisphere. People don't want to believe that. No. But they believe that they come from a monkey. <laughs> they feel like real good. Right, right. But, but, but the L, they believe they come from a monkey. Yeah, they, yeah. You got to argue. But our ape has 98% of our chromosomes of our genetic makeup. All you got to do is cut all the hair off the monkeys and apes and see what they look like. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anyway. Oh, that's all you got to do. Uh-oh. Here you go. Well, at the University of Manchester in England, uh, Richard uh, Mays, um, he stated that the first, that the face of the first American is a Negroid face. It isn't Mongolian. A Mongoloid. She was an African and Aboriginal, mm-hmm. like an Australian from the Pacific Islands. This is what this is what Richard Mays say, All right? From the University of Manchester mm-hmm. in England. I sure did. People don't want to believe it. Get the book, The Paleo American, a primer on ancient American history. All right, get that book. Nasir M. Nahai. That's what the book is by. All right, and so The Paleo American is, is a classification term given to the first people who entered and 
subsequently inhabited the American continent during the first glacial episodes of the late, as they say, uh, the Pleistocene um, period. And it was known to be so-called black Polynesians and Australoids or or Australialoids. Mm-hmm. All right? In other words, from Australia. But since those people are genetically and by remains phenotype indistinguishable um, from black people still in Africa, it makes Africa a possible direct source of polyamericans also. Those people termed Native Americans and late Asians, late Asians, and I would say it was very late, as the Asians just got here. Um, the oldest that they got here was 3,000 years ago, and then you, ha- you have um, several impacts after that at 459 A.D., Right, and this is written in the Chinese annuals. So if you read the Chinese annuals, you'll read about um, when the Asians came to this land now called Turtle Island. Hmm. Right, but the Asians migrated to the Americas, and um, this is when they talk about that allegedly that it came through the Bering Strait. But they have. The Mongolians coming here as far back as the 1200 to 1500 years ago. But they keep mistaken because there were no Mongolians mm-hmm. 1200 to 1500 years ago. Ain't there some? Unless you're about, right, unless you're talking about the people who came through South Africa who is now known as the Bantu people or the Bushmen slash Hottentots, which are the same people that Nelson Mandela comes from, who has the same slanted eyes as now as the people who dwell in China. Which the word China or Chinese means protected. And guess what? It is a Nigerian word. That the Nigerians or African people, the Bantu people as they are called, also referred to um, in the South Africa as the Hyantots or the Bushmen or the ones in which that went into what we now call Asia, who was there during those times. And they came across, all right, the Bering Strait. The Asians in which that we're talking about now did not come until around 459 A.D. But the Asians now have reported from a Hong Kong report that Asians come from the same place where everyone else comes from, not the Peking men, as they have been told and have lied hmm. and have been lied to and have lied to the world about, but they have come hmm. from African people. Mm-hmm. Just like everyone else. But we just finished saying 
spell the L. Oh, Ricky Mays just finished breaking down how the Black Polynesians or the Australian, the Australians, um, were some of the earliest people to come here. So hence the reason why the term Aboriginal will be used. Is that um, not correct, Brother L? As the Australians, um, the original Australians are called Aborigines to this day. Mm-hmm. That's all figure too. Yeah, and they are the and it, right, and if they are some of the first people to come here thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of years ago, then the term Australians or Australians are, as we would say, Aboriginal, because the term Aboriginal means what, Brother L? Or Aboriginal? Mm-hmm. What, does the, what does that term mean? From the very first. Means from the beginning. Right. From the very first or from the beginning. Exactly. So this is the reason why we state that we are Aboriginal. All right? So, now let's continue on. And and as um, the book states and as Richard Nade states um, about the polio-Americans, they were indistinguishable from the black people still in Africa. Why? Because it is said that the Australians, um, the Aborigines, came from out of Africa and migrated into what is now called Australia. Mm-hmm. And what has been named Australia. This group would include East Asian blacks, as they're called, such as the ancient Shang or Joman. But perhaps most numerously, the the Mongolian-type people, and incredibly, um, the European-type albinos. So let us not forget that the European albinos is, in fact, a Central Asian, because they came from out the Caucasus Mountains, hence the word Mm -hmm. Caucasian, Caucasus Mountains, and Asian. They were known to wander all over Asia before migrating in mass to Europe. Right? Now, ancient Chinese artifacts depicts European albino-type people clearly attest to their presence in eastern, um, India, um, eastern um, China as well as um, India. You know the caste system was formed based on them in India. They later um, moved um, towards um, eastern China. So it should come as no surprise that they crossed the Bering Strait and entered into the Americas along with the Asian blacks and Mongolian type of people. It is also, now once again, this is later on. Mm-hmm. Right? Because what we also found out that that was that 12,000 to 15,000 years ago, as they told us, there was no Bering Strait. The ice, uh, which formed during the last ice age, just got there 10,000 years ago. Hence, right after that, around 8,000 years ago, would be around the time in which that could have taken place between the 10,000 to the 8,000 years ago. So even that story has some kind of, uh, not quite, it's questionable, you know, some right, the time. Straight. 
Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly. You know, that had happened during the last Ice Age, which was around 10,000 years ago, as they told us. You know, but, you know, we'll, we'll let them keep that for right now, and we continue on with, with our information of what we're talking about. Right. So it's also indisputable that the great majority of, um, or as the ones that we've seen, so-called North Americans, Native Americans, or mulattoes, anciently derived from um, so-called black stock, um, Mongolian stock, you know, and a few um, um, of the Europeans, um, albino. All right? This is this is the ones who are more so of the plain Indians, as they refer to themselves as, the pictures in which that we um, oftentimes see. Right. You know, and this is a, that was a small, minute compared to the major stock. All right. So, once again, the European didn't get here until between 8,000 and 6,000 years ago. So we know that this, um, for this to exist as far as this quote-unquote self-mixing could not have occurred, Brother L, until after 6,000 years. Mm-hmm. Could not have been no further back than six thousand years. Could not have been no further back than six thousand years. Right. All right. They also discovered this, brother L, because they talk about this mixture, but we have to look at it for what it's worth, because there's a report by Dr. Bert Eli. Um, a, bi- a biological professor at the University of College of Arts and Science, and also his co- and also colleagues at the University of Massachusetts in Maryland revealed that fewer than 10% of the African American, so-called African American mitochondrial DNA sequences that were analyzed can be matched to mitochondrial DNA for one single African ethnicity. Hmm. Meaning. You can't tie me to just one African people. No. You know? But what that mean? Well, see, they don't want to talk about it. No. They don't want that out. Right. They don't want that out. But they don't want to talk about it. Well, this is what we found out. Huh. What we really talking about, Brother L., is the way in which that various groups of said Africans split and formed into subtypes or sub-races, as they want to refer to as. And I hate to use these damn, um, I hate to use these terms that they um, have. Right. Sometimes we have to use them so other people can understand right. what we're talking about, you know. Right, exactly. At least explain. Right. You see what I'm saying? All right, so this is what we found that all life on planet Earth 
as we say, began what is now called Africa. Of course, we know that during that time period of millions of years ago, like we just finished saying, um, 600 million years ago, 2.8 billion years ago, if there's people that was on this planet in which that is stated to have been based on archaeological finds of relics, artifacts, then that was... 600 million years, that would have been 400 million years before the said continental drift, Brother Al. So there was no such place as Africa at that time. Um, that would have been what we refer to now as Asia or Mu, all right, or as the Greeks would say, Pangea. Excuse me, Mu is an ancient word where more also come from, right? Except Moabite? Exactly. Yes. Right, right, uh-huh. exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the reason why when you looked in the um, Blackstone Dictionary and you look at the term um, land and you see the word more is embedded inside of the definition, that means anywhere that we step our feet on as far as land-wise, um, being that we are earth and hence the term earthling, then we can state that this is ours. All right? And this was a known fact throughout the world you know, until the Europeans started trying to capitalize and confiscate, you know, lands of um, of the indigenous people, you know, without any comp- you know, compensation. But the species known as the so-called Homo sapien um, split into six variances around 200,000 B.C. Right, you had the um, elongated variants, um, the catatomb, um, the catatomb um, variants, um, the Nialic um, variants, the Kashisan variants, the Twa variants, and the broad Afri- uh, West African variants. So in conclusion, the genotype of all humanity are those six African genotype or genotypic variances. Right. If you're going to say that the Asians, when that would come from the Kaisen um, 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 variants, who are the South Africans with the same slanted eyes that they have to this day in, in Asia. It was more than a genotype or, or phenotype in which that became um, um, isolated because of race mixing within their particular group. So we just formed the Asian population as we now know it. The billion Asians or the billion uh, more than billion Asians. Okay. Later stabilization of Africans who migrated out of Africa into Asia stabilized less than twenty thousand years ago. An Asiatic European um on um, phenotype stabilized um, around 18,000 B.C., all right, and the Asian oriental phenotypes stabilized around 8,000 B.C. So, once again, this European thing is not talking about the Europeans that we not known. They're talking about the albinos. Let me be clear about that, the albino. There's two different... The Albion and the Albino are two different um, 
classifications here, what we're talking about, right? The European um, is not just what we refer to as the so-called white man, all right? We're talking about African people who migrated into um, cooler climates, and they were already suffering from vitamin D, vitamin D deficiency, etc. And they began to lose their melanin in what we now refer to as vitiligo. Once the melanin is lost on the skin surface and the production of melanocytes is no longer functioning, they're all turned white or pale, as we would say. They are now hence albinos. But they're still moving their features. In other words, they still have so-called black features. They still have the broad nose, thick lips, um, curly hair, you know, the hair might be blonde or light, eyes might be light, skin is um, pale, but they still have features as that. This is what they're right. talking about that um, existed around 18,000 B.C. But as far as the stabilization of the European in which that we see now, that did not take place until after 6,000 B.C. Or, excuse me, um, 4,000 B.C., as we would say which would be 6,000 years ago. And uh, Asiatic Oriental phenotypes, as they said, stabilized around 8,000 B.C., which would be 10,000 years ago, which would be during the last Ice Age. We would have to say that those people could not have been Asiatic um, Oriental in the sense of what you were thinking about as far as the way that Asians look typically today. They have to have been more so the South African type of looking um, people who journeyed from out of Africa into Asia. Okay? So we want to specify this so that y'all can know. All right? So we know that um, so-called white people and oriental people appeared much later, you know, um, on the scene. This is confirmed by um, Shrekhet the Dwarp, um, a dope, um, study on orientals and admixtures of black and white. Once again, the so-called whites didn't get here until 6,000 years ago, between 6,000 and 8,000 years ago. Right. On the blessed mind, it says 6,000 years. Nation of God's and Earth, which is probably going to say 6,000 years from their lessons. Even they say 6,000 years based on the story of creation of Adam and Eve. We will be considered the pre-Adamites. We were before the biblical fiction. We existed. Okay? As we just finished saying, we're talking about at least 2.8 billion years ago. And Honorable Elijah Muhammad states specifically that... Um, there is no set birth record for us. This is why we can keep going further and further back all the time. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's because we really trace our history. We're always going further back, mm-hmm. further back. Billions of more years. Billions yeah. of more years. Right, this, you know, is, this is... Right, this is what research right, this is what research is supposed to do. It's supposed to take us further back. You ain't supposed to go and um stay in the same mindset, you know, in which that produced the condition. 
go into some new areas in order to see um, what can help get us out of the predicament. Don't stay in the same box and think that um, you're going to get out of the um, box and we that you was placed in. The walls are too damn high. That's right. So you have to go outside the box. Smash the walls. All right, well, all right, so and I want to make this clear, too, that the term African-American, um, as we know it, only existed since 1988. Um, as far as popular, uh, uh, the popular way of looking at so-called blacks in America. And that came, you know, that has been more than just the last um, 25 you know, 30 years prior to that, we was known as American Negroes during the time of of um, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Right. Thanks mm-hmm. to Jesse Jackson, or as I say, Jesse Jackass, or Messy Jesse, as Dr. Collins <laughs> used to call him, for, Af- uh, for Africanizing us off our land. You know? Which, there isn't anything wrong with the term African American per se. There's no explanation. And when you look at it, Africa is made up of 54 countries on a continent called Africa. Right. And then America is three continents, if you want to say that, North, Central, and South, along the adjoining islands, which is called Americana. We don't even have to count Central, and that is just a connection point between North and South. So it's two continents at least. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, I mean, really, it's a whole continent. You want to know the truth of it. Right. right? Because um, all of it is connected. So all of it is America. So when we talk about either the so-called United States, how the hell can it be wars um, put up and like, what Trump is talking about, you know, all that damn jackass philosophy, um, of Europeans and um, dumb, ignorant-ass blacks um, saying that, you know, about Mexicans or anyone else who was here for hundreds and thousands of years, you know, before the Albion. You know, so another thing that they want to say is that you can't be sent, descended, you know, from two white men by the name of um, Scipio Africanus, but that wasn't his name. He gained that name Africanus because of his defeat of, of the general Hannibal in the Second Punic Wars. Okay? His name was Scipio um, Publicus, not Africanus. That was a nickname because he defeated an African by the name of Hannibal. Right. And then Americo Vespinski, Americo Vespinski, Americo is not his name either. He learned of the term Amerigo, which is from the word Ameru, or Amaru, as in Amaruka, America, which means the spirit of Amaru, which, of, which means um, of the shining serpent, mm-hmm. the spirit of the shining serpent, or the spirit of the serpent which is, America was called the land of the immortals or the land of the serpents. 
So a miracle is not named after a miracle of Vespusky. His name is Alberto Vespusky. Alberto. So why is this shit called Alberto? His name wasn't Amerigo. Another lie they told. I guess some of these idiots still thinking his name is Amerigo Vespusky. Right. And if people want to verify um, if Dr. Alim is telling the truth on that. <laughs> Got doubts. Get my book. first. Right, get my book, The First World Order. That's right. I give, I give hundreds, thousands of references of where I get the information from, just like I do on these Wednesday shows. I tell you the names of the authors. I tell you the name of the books. If people are paying attention, we're not dealing with spookism. We're telling you consistently the authors, the scientists, the anthropologists, the archaeologists, the biologists. Who stated these things? The historians. And see, this is the worst part because they convinced the so-called Native Americans that they were wiped out and that they, that really, they're really so-called blacks from Africa, right? This is what they told you, that you're black from Africa. But yet you are not the Native Americans. Right. We just show through their own information that not only were you African by what they state Africa was, but remember I told you that Africa did not exist when was here 600 million years ago 2.8 billion years ago at least 600 million years ago you was here in the western hemisphere Africa did not exist because at that time there was Tangier when all the land masses were together Right. they were not independent so they did not have names as such so you couldn't be African Okay. The first inkling of the term African came from the ancient Kemetic, Kemerian word Afura and then Ka. Afura or Afra Ka. The word Afra Afu meant flesh, body, temple. Ra meant fertile energy or light. Mm. Calm, spirit, or breath. Mm. All right. So it's talking about the spiritual. Right? So it's talking about the the uh, spiritual um, light in the body. The spiritual light in the body. So what is this spiritual light in the body? We refer to it as kundalini, which is the concentration through your parents, or what's called prenatal prenatal energy, prenatal energy which is the energy force in which that you utilize to live a life, a long life. But by practice of Qigong, the Tai Chi, or Keto, or meditation, breathing exercises, Kundalini Yoga, Reiki, you can actually live longer by adding more life force energy, which is in this 
skies and all around us at all times. So when Christians say God is everywhere at all times, that's what they're talking about, the prana or chi or key energy. Mm-hmm. God is love. That's the love. And if you learn how to practice Qigong with Tai Chi, you will be able to absorb the love and internalize it into your various areas of your body. Your blue areas is called the dantians. Your lower dantian, your mid dantian, and your upper dantian. Within the Bible, the upper dantian is called the upper home. Where Jesus opposed came to the disciples and he breathed on them and they received the Holy Spirit. And it's similar to your head area. In particular, your crown chakra. And you're supposed to be able to breathe through your etheric cord, which one time used to sit at the top of the head, and the instrument was the pineal gland. Get this information from um, Javala Melchizedek from his books, uh, Flower of Life, Volume 1, Volume 2. You have what's called a pranic tube. This tube runs from the male from the perineum um, up through um, the spinal column, um, inside of the spinal column, up through the, um, the soft spot of the head. When you was born, to the soft area of the head. And that is with that particular etheric, or what's called pranic tube, runs. You actually are supposed to absorb or breathe through that area. So about practicing Reiki um, and various other energy modalities, you are activating ancient channels in your body, which scientists have just found out that there is a such thing as meridians, which the Taoists, the Buddhists, the Shinto, Amis, you know, um, the Shaolin monks, etc., have all stated, you know, that there is. You can learn this in acupressure, acupuncture, reflexology, pressure points. The readings are the connecting channels that runs through these particular pressure points and, and nodes or nadis. All right? They all connect to your endocrine gland system your chakra system along your spinal column, which is your governing vessel, and um, down along the face, down and back to the perineum, which is called your conceptual or functional vessel. Right? But this is the term of Africa as we talk about, the spiritual light in the body. So, yes, you're African in that sense of the term, not in a continent um, landmass, even though you are okay. similar in facial features to the people there. And the people there, if they saw your facial features, would be able to identify you by a specific tribe or by various tribes there. However, as Michael was told, Omar Wali, or El Malik El Shabazz, Omar Wali, um, son has returned, the returning son. He will be, or 
I say you were told that your land was here, America. He was told this. This is in his book, The Autobiography of Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Alex Haley mm-hmm. left that part in there so that you can know something was going on. That's right. You know, he was lying to you at the same time, but the roots thing, and had you thinking that you just came from Africa, but in the book, Malcolm was told that the Negroes here were from America. That this was our land. How did this happen? Well, if you are a so-called person of color, melanin, the suffering and devastation you and your people have been experiencing in this lifetime is a result of a 500-year-old war that has been declared on all indigenous people on earth. Mm-hmm. That is still in effect today. Documented decrees written by the popes yep. of that time known as the Papal Bull of 1453, the Doctrine of Discovery, where they stated in there that if you find the children of Ham, enslave them. In the People's Bill of 1493, the intern etc. instructed, I repeat, instructed the order to Hopi settlers to take possession of all non-Christian land and civilize every savage they encountered, establishing the empire of Christendom in the new world. And thus declaring war against all non-Christians throughout the world, and specifically sanctioning and promoting the conquest, colonization, and exploitation of all non-Christian nations and right. their land. And these people both are still in the books, and the Catholic Church has yet to revoke these decrees and acknowledge the damage that is um, that was done in its name. But this Pope Francis, he did apologize to the indigenous people for the destruction right. that the Catholic Church had done. But that doesn't remove the papal bulls, the edicts, the decrees that was done. Right. That must be done. All right? Also, get the book First American, First Americans for Africans by Dr. Imhotep. Dr. Imhotep, uh, Dr. David Imhotep, he breaks it down. Right? Um, um, he pulls out a passage where says blacks are a kind of men destined by nature to inhabit Africa and America. Hmm. All right. The European stated this, and he verified this. And I'll get to the um to his name in a minute. But that was verified. I do know um also that so called Native Americans, um, after um seventeen twenty was reclassified as colored. You know, what is called the racial um integrity the Integrity Act of 
All right. And basically, the Jim Crow's laws was a set of oppressive laws not only used for segregation, but also reclassifying Native American Indians into the category of color. So Jim Crow reached his greatest influence during the decade of 9, 10, 9, 20, 9, 30, which happened to be the years in which that W.B. the Bruce came on the scene and utilized by 1930 the term colored as the term in which that should be used. So hence, we can't be turned from Negroes in the 1900s to now colored by 1930. By blacks, become blacks by 1960. Become, um, by 1990, um, African-American. Yep. All those and names these are the ones responsible for the one drop, right, for the one drop rule. You know, um, Tennessee adopted the statue in 1910, Louisiana soon followed, then Texas and Arkansas in 1911, Mississippi in 1917, North Carolina in, in um, 1923 followed suits. And these were all places that was heavily populated with a so-called Indian, now referred to as colored population. So if your mothers and fathers um, or your grandparents had colored on their birth certificate, or if you have colored on your birth certificate, then that means that you are, quote-unquote, a Native American. Hence, mm. you're a part of the indigenous legacy here. You didn't just come from Africa 400 years ago. This is the trick. Right. We did that in order to say, oh, well, you know, all y'all niggas came from Africa 400 years ago. We brought you right. all here. <laughs> no, you didn't bring us all here. That's the thing. You feel real. Right, right. And this is verified by um, a register, um, Dr. Walter Parker. Um, um, directed the, reclassification, um, the reclassification of nearly all Virginia Indians as colored on their birth certificates and marriage certificates. Because he was convinced that most Indians had African heritage and were trying to pass as Indians to evade, to evade segregation. So consequently, two or three generations of Virginia natives had their ethnic identity altered on public documents. So now that we are smart enough in order to say, oh, no, we're going to reclassify ourselves and learn how to do that, in which that we refer to as a nationality, oh, now you're mad. Oh, you're only doing um, um, paper terrorism. No, but the fuck, you did damn genocide. Um, paper genocide right. on us. So Plunkett tampered with the damn vital records of the Virginia Indian tribes and made it impossible for the descendants of six to eight tribes recognized by the state to gain federal recognition because they could no longer prove their American Indian ancestry Mm -hmm. by documenting historical continuity. Hence, he did paper genocide. So the white censors, um, the takers um, during the 1800s were instructed to ignore Native American heritage and pay mostly southern states in America were either black or white populations. So there was no in-betweens. Or you look like a nigga to me. Bob. Right. And that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. 
This is the nonsense that took place, you know. But we're going to come back. Uh, for those that want to call in, have any comments or questions, 626-414-3535. That's 626-414-3535. Give us a call. All right, I'm going to go to a song, and this is one of my joints that we just did. You know what I'm saying? You know, tell us what you think. This is called the Noggins, the return of the gods. All right. Peace to the gods. You already know, man. Yo. Bohemian wizardry, you fraud them thieves be killing me. The enemy is close, we both lies on our identity. I build like he who steps, architect like M. Hotel. Son had the son himself, the guard deadly with the art. I fit dark with a slit heart. You can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts. Standing in the cold with a scroll that was written in gold. Behold the old glimpse that was never untold. Infinite like the eight, seven dwelling in your melon. No felon, though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious. I'm primal, my rhyme suicide. I worship no idols. My style of the gems going down in a spiral. You stuck in your root. My intelligence passed my cool. The God is the truth. Every time I step in the booth, you stepped on the stoop. Got scooped and swooped in my loop. Do the knowledge, whack and seeds, get slayed like flu. It was the son of the saw, a gift from the gods. Who rules flying through the sky with golden wings. Submerged into the light. Not everybody go to king with the scepter of justice. Melanin cultivating she until we are Aetherians. Finally becoming one with the righteous sun. So law, souls are raw. Magnificent glow with unconditional love. Scattered rays for days from the heavens above. So below the souls. Just trapped in the lowest depths of hell. Incarnated into 76 trillion cells. To break free, we must be refined. Masculine and feminine properties combined. The devil is the author of confusion. 183,000 divisions. Denominations has co-schisms and isms Though isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal Most of it is allegorical based on esoteric principles Baptist versus Methodist Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah Witness Mormons versus Seventh-day Advances Skeptics and atheists and agnostics Divine and constant tactics of the reptilians Lower fourth dimensional aliens So beware of the draconian Satanists Though they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance So we crush the head of Leviathan Battle my control Supreme suggestions, brainwashing indoctrinations, using religious politics, education, economics, health and labor, entertainment and war, no sex and law. In this chessboard game called like we've all been pawns. Puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. Yeah, niggas. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. That's right. They cannot. They try though. If y'all didn't know that was your own truly on the last part, Dr. Lane Bay, that was me spitting that conscious shit, which <laughs> some don't want to hear nowadays, but too bad. Uh-huh. That's right. Too bad. You know, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, I do too. Especially you know, you're trying to catch your mind right now 
or this trap music has the mind right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I so, um, <laughs> right, right. Right. So we're gonna go to another article here. It's called "Man: A Monthly Record of Anthropological Science," and it says April nineteen thirty-nine. Check this out now. Negro skeletal um, skeletal remains from Indian sites in West Indies. Hold on, hold on, wait, 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 Negro skeletal remains from Indian sites in the West Indies. Where's the West Indies, brother L? Indies. Yeah, the, the West Indies. Where's the West Indies at? Where, where do they claim the West, the West Indies is located at? Right, the in the Western Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Right, in the Caribbean. Okay, that's interesting. And then West they tell you that Negro remains were found there in Indian sites. So are they saying, brother, that the Negroes were the Indians in the West Indies? Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm. Yes, they were. Mm. And it says the recent paper in this journal by Bertok, Trevor, and Julian, who wrote this, implies that a undeformed, negroid, physical-type inhabited the Virginia Islands in pre-Columbian times. Huh? I thought mm-hmm. you were niggas here until you brought it here. <laughs> so we need to go, Mr. Zilpin, Albion. I thought we wasn't here. How could that be? How? The impossible. The impossible. That couldn't be. Everything we told was a lie. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, we found another report. You go to www.libertyforlife.com. It tells you that 28 million years ago, human skeleton that is actually in the British Museum basement was found from the Caribbean islands of Guadalupe. Now, the Virgin Islands is directly down uh, upstream, as they would say, from Guadalupe. This is directly up from Guadalupe. I think that's interesting, Badal. It is. It's 263 miles. Those islands are only 263 miles apart from each other by water. Mm-hmm. In between, you got the Virgin Islands, you got um, St. Um, Kiss, you got Antigua, you know, Amontasarat, you know, but. directly in a, a line away from each other. So we come out in the Caribbean islands. We still talking about millions of years ago. There was people on the Carib- on the Caribbean islands, brother L. That's right. 
Now, once again, this is further back, brother L, than what they told us of the fossil, the skeletal fossil that they found in Africa, which was a monkey fossil, which they, they which they call Lucy or Dagnes, which dates back to only 2.8 million years to 3.2 million years. Million. When they found them, 28 million. Right, when they found them, 28 million skeletal fossil brother L in Guadalupe in the islands of the West Indies. This is why such people states that maybe life didn't just start in Africa. Maybe it started and it was already here in the mm-hmm. Americas. Mm-hmm. Or the Western Hemisphere. There is a now challenge to the quote-unquote out-of-Africa theory. A lot of things to think about that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have to think about it. You know? I mean, I can I can, go, I can keep going further back for that. Matter of fact, let's See? go further back. See, there we go. Because in Antelope um, Springs in Utah, Utah, Brother L, now, prints of men wearing shoes in which the left foot had trotted on a troglobite, a creature of 440 million years ago. In St. Louis, Missouri, Brother L, right where you at? Mm-hmm. Footprints in the premium rock dated to 200 million years old. In Bura, Kentucky, footprints in Pennsylvania rock dated back to 200 million years old, Brother L. Mm-hmm. In Pershing County, Nevada, a shoe print showed evidence of a well-cut and double-stitched leather sole in a triastic limestone dated back to 160 to 195 million years ago, Brother L. A shoe shoes. A shoe Shoes. Yes. A footprint. Double. Double stakes and leather soles. This ain't the moccasins that y'all was used to seeing. <laughs> Talk about some sold out shoes. Right. This is this is double stitch leather sole shoes. Glen Rose, Texas. Footprints in Cretaceous, um, Cretaceous, a rock dated back over 70 million years ago. Fisher Canyon, Nevada, a shoe print with clear traces of strong thread in a cold steam on scene dated back to 12 million years ago. Now, Notice that all these places where we're at, Brother L. In North America. 
Bingo. North American continent. Keep up, niggas. It was right here in North freaking America. We talking about damn millions of years ago. Niggas wearing shoes. Double stitch. <laughs> Remember, the only one too, and then half y'all was not even on the planet. Oh, I know. How can they explain it's that? The <laughs> the aliens, brother, at all. <laughs> they came with shoes. They came with double stitch. Uh, never shoes on, brother, at all. <laughs> uh, they'll tell you any damn thing. The people saying it was us. Exactly. But get the book Hidden Life in, in Freemasonry by. Charles W. Ledbetter, 33 degrees, Brother L. This is what he says, that the pygmy race is the relic of the old Lemurians and represented them more purely than any other people. At one time, the pygmies were spread over a great deal more of Africa than at present, and some of them were the first people to enter Egypt. He goes on. All right? Goes on to say, check, check this out now. And at one time, they were also the giants, a wish that has been found all over the world. That means even in America. They were found mm-hmm. in the structures of giants that was as tall as 36 feet tall, Brother L. Talking about, you're talking giants there. Yeah. Strictly giants. No and doubt about it. Right. Right. Now, let me explain how this happened. Number one, you had the oxygen content in which that was one time thirty five percent compared to now less than twenty one percent. So when we have more oxygen content on the planet and in the air, in the atmosphere, we grew taller. It was more healthier. But due to this Albion and his um, manipulation of the environment, his um, harp and various other weather machine weaponry and pollution, you know, now not just in the control, but the nanobiotechnology that he has, the white, the so-called white cloud, like as well as also the black mm-hmm. um, streams, of these chemtrails, et cetera, et cetera, with bacteria, spores in it, aluminum, barium, which is a carcinogenic, um, carcinogenic uh, uh, cancer-causing agent, and et cetera. This is what is going on. All right? Even in the Theosophical Society, let me, let me say this. In 1895, there was an edition of a magazine called Lucifer. And, of course, you ain't going to look in it because the term Lucifer scared the hell out of niggas. But we haven't looked in it because it was published um, published or co-promoting the Philosophical Society. This is what it says. The word America. He said that the supreme guide of the Mayan culture of Central America was known as Quasicoto. Elsewhere was known in Peru as Amaru. The Amaru territory was known as Amaru Ka. Mm. Now you know where the term America comes from. That's right. 
It did not come from Mariko Banskiski. That was European twist and spins technology on you so that you can think that a white man named Jonathan. When the Peru, the Peruvians, their god, which was the same in Quasicoto, or Gutamaz, or Kuku Khan from the Aztecs, the Toltecs, the, um, um, and the Incas, but here, the Peruvians, um, the Inca Peruvians, um, said that their god was Amaru, and that the territory was known as Amaru Ka. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't want to believe me, get the book. Uh, now, I gave you the magazine, but you can also get the book. Return of the Serpents of Wisdom by Mark Amaru Pinkle. See, this is this is research we'll be talking about here. Right. I'm not giving you opinions. I'm telling you the books where I got this shit from, and I'm giving you the information. That's just is what it is. You take it, or, or as Elijah Mama said, leave it alone. Exactly. And brother, you can take it or leave it alone. You know, so this this is what we have to come to the conclusion on. You have to understand that this is something more. Right? You don't want to believe me, there's another book. Well, Maroka, which meant the land of the serpent gods, as I told you, but in a book called The New World Order, The Ancient Plan of Secret Societies by William P. Stills, he shows that America was called initially the land of the plume feathered serpents by the Indians of Peru. Jane Price researched an article written in the Philosophical Society magazine, which I told you was called Amount, was called Lucifer, which gives insight into the world of America. Goes further and say that the chief god of the Mayan Indians in Central America was Quasicoto or Kukulkan, which means the plume serpent or feather serpent. All right. Price states America is literally translated to mean land of the plume serpents. Mm. He claims that right. she um no excuse me, he claims that the name of America was derived from America instead of after the explorer America Van Spusky. This proves this further proves the serpent worship was common throughout all cultures. And what is the serpent? It's not the reptilians, y'all. I'm sorry, it's not the aliens. In this particular case, it's the niggas who have not the Kundalini energy in this case. Right. All right. Well, once again, for those that's ready to call in, 626-414-3535. Any questions or comments, give us a call. 626-414-3535. One more time, 626-414-3535. Any comments, any questions concerning what we've been dropping tonight? We've been going over quite a bit of information. I think you should call in and say something or at least get a question in or something. 
Um, as a matter of fact, um, they have a region there called the Indo Kush Mountains in India right now, Indo Kush Mountains. Mm-hmm. So they're all Kushites. They came from out of the region of what we now refer to as Abyssinian or also referred to as Ethiopian Somalia region. That's where they came from, was from out of that region. Matter of fact, um, when you test the blood within most of the quote unquote Indians and that of the Ethiopians, it is nearly identical. Right. Also Herodotus also stated in his um who was the head Greek philosopher and historian um, a Greek historian, he stated that there was two Ethiopian groups or Kushite groups. He said one was in India and the other one was in Ethiopia. So they're the same people. Um, the oldest of them would be, of the Kushites would be what is referred to as the Tamil people, T-A-M-E-I-L. Um, so the Tamil people, uh, what is called the pre, um, pre-Davidians, uh, would be the ones in which that is oftentimes not talked about, they will be now will be referred to as the Sudra or the Untouchables. Okay. But they are still family as you got it. So are there two different types of Ethiopia? Because I know Dr. Ben was Ethiopian too, right? Right. Right. So we right. there's just a wide range of mm-hmm. the, the way the Ethiopians look. Right, 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 right. Well, there's some Ethiopians who look more Nigerian, but but the most part of the Ethiopians will look really identical to those in which that exists um, within India now, okay. especially the darker ones. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. The only thing is that okay, the Europeans, when they came from out the Caucasus, when the Europeans came from out the Caucasus Mountains, they mixed in. Um, with those who was within India, and they formed what became known as the caste system. Um, and they became uh, what, you know, they started becoming what is called the Aryans, uh, or started calling themselves the Aryans, in which that was after the first age of Aries, um, in which that Aries symbolizes, of course, Mars, which is the god of war within the Greek philosophy, but within um, the Sanskrit term, um, Aryans would mean um, beginning. So they came into what we refer to as India now. Of course, it's called Indo um, Kush or, or uh, Indostine or Hindustan, um, as it you know, was known as. And basically, they co opted the culture and the history and began a caste system in which they segregated and relegated those who was. Um, from the indigenous people of the Kushites, which was from out of Ethiopia, into, you know, being seen as if they was dirty and despised and, you know, hateful and evil and all these types of things in which that is saying, you know, it's the same nonsense that we find within the Western Dictionary when they describe the term black, mm-hmm. you know. So there's one of the same people. There are Kushites, majority, especially the ones from... Um, um, Sri Lanka, you know, in the southern region, you know, for some reason, whenever you go to any country, um, the darker skinned people are always in the south. And people just want to say, oh, that's because of the sun. Nah, I think we just like to, um, 
going to be um, um, in the southern regions. I guess the um, the, the sun, in some sense, is um, is more adaptable, but I think it's because of, you know, how we end up getting, as we would say, put into various positions, you know, to have to move. Um, and, of course, you know, there's areas there within India in which that, you know, cause, you know, for that to take place. Like I said, through the, you know, through the unregulated, um, you know, uh, them, um, segregating and, you know, um, the darker skinned um, people there in India, but they were part of the um, ancestry of the dark skinned um, Ethiopians who came there um, hundreds and thousands of years ago. And then, of course, you know, the Indians just didn't stay there. They were further on. Um, you have groups of them who left from out of India, went into China, into Japan, you know, um, into Australia and elsewhere, you know. So we, we have these connections throughout the world. We're global people. Okay. Right. I have one more quick question. This is kind of, I was watching uh-huh. Blade the other day. I haven't watched that movie in years, that movie with Blade with um, Wesley Snipes. And I don't know if you've seen Suicide Squad, but it seemed like it was kind of Suicide Squad was a remake of that. But in the in all these new sci-fi movies, they're, they're like the more is coming back as the god, mm-hmm. and everybody is trying to kill them. It's like in every single movie, every single superhero movie that's coming out right now that's happening, they have us like as a a god that's coming back to destroy. Like there was ISIS, except they had the woman. You know, she was a European player. I think she was supposed to be ISIS. Did you see the movie Suicide Squad? No, no, no. I haven't seen I haven't seen Suicide Squad yet, but I will. And um, matter of fact, we probably will do um, a video show on it. It's real good, like we're saying. So we'll decode it. Hmm. Yeah, all of all of them now. Like it, it doesn't matter. You can pick one out the air. It's the same premise in all of them. But right. I was noticing in the brain right, at right, the end right. how they were trying to soak his blood, get his blood out of him, so that they could learn how to be a daywalker. Right, 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 exactly, exactly. And uh, Wesley yeah. Snipes, he, he, he plays on doing a, um, another part to it um, because he did not like part three, and I, um, neither did I. <laughs> I didn't either, no. <laughs> I didn't see one part three. <laughs> yeah, but I was just wondering if you guys had noticed that, that with all these superhero movies, they've been having us play like this god that's coming back to destroy the earth. And then, oh, what was that? But Star Trek, the new Star Trek that just came out, the same exact thing. The brother in there, and he's he's mad, and he wants to, you know, like set a bomb off. And they're like, no, we're at peace with the world now. And at the and at the end of the movie, they have the sister. I forget what her name is. The one that's been in the controversy for playing the role with Nina, Nina Simone. Mm-hmm. Her, she she's married right. to Spock. She's and then behind her. There's another guy from Star Trek. It's the brother, and he's with the Europeans. But they have him in the same frame shot, and that's how the movie ends. Like they're trying to, you know, like give this message. Uh, that's what it's all about now. They they just want to mm-hmm. break us from being together. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm 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 definitely going to check those out. Um, yeah, I checked those out myself. I've been wanting to see them, but I just haven't gotten a chance to. So. Um, that's that is something definitely that I I will do. So I appreciate that. 
You're welcome. Okay. Oh, oh, can I ask Thank one more you. question? <laughs> can I ask one more question? Yo. Okay. Yo, uh, about ahead. the white thing. I, I know I had said something about that, like, in the last class about the white, but I couldn't really hear. You're saying that doesn't apply to us because it's a naturalization thing? Well, when you when you go and look a free white person, it says under the Naturalization Act. We've never been naturalized. So um, I can't tell you how that applies to us. You know, historically, you know, um, they had to separate us uh, from the category of Negro Act. And by doing so, um, they stated that we was white, but we were never naturalized under the Naturalization Act. So that means that they formed a law called the Naturalization Act in order to um, give a separate category specifically to those who migrated here instead of the original inhabitants or those who was already here for hundreds and thousands or even millions of years ago. You know, so um, you can use it, like I stated, but, you know, um, look up naturalization. When you look that up, it does, and it is part of the definition of um, nationality. However, um, that is a reference to someone who is an immigrant, you know, not someone who is, um, right, it's not someone in which that, is indigenous or part of the original inhabitants here. Oh, okay. I see. Mm-hmm. So do you guys recommend doing that SF form, or is it, like, something important? Yeah, the SF-181, no? um, yes, you can do the uh-huh. form. Um, mm-hmm. Like I stated, uh-huh. most people are doing it at the Social Security Department specifically to put white and to put Native American in order to change their status um, at the Social Security um, because um, the term black, of course, or African-American um, doesn't apply in that sense, you know. Okay. So, yeah, so you just take they, the form to, mm-hmm. the, to the Social Security? You don't fax it to anybody. You just take it to the Social Security? Yeah. Oh, you can fax okay. it. Um, yeah, you can call and tell them that fax is coming through or I have to go there. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They they asked me what was my nationality when I went to the Social Security, and uh, I told them more. You know, they got they get to get that they get that on file in the Social Security. Oh, awesome. Okay, because yeah, I saw a code for that. I I added that to the form. Mm-hmm. More. And, and and they yeah. typed it up. They put it on record that I am a Moor, and that my race is uh, Naga Asiatic. They typed that up too, so it's on record that. in the Social Security. Office. Okay. All right. I think. Okay. Appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate you, you I appreciate you too. You guys have a good night. Right. Well, you too. Okay. Peace. You too. Peace. Peace. All right. We got area code nine seven eight. Area code nine seven eight. You on the line? All right. What Peace. up, y'all? What up, God? Peace. Um. Peace, hey, God. What's going on with you? This. I'm just I'm just thinking about um these earth changes right now. I did call last week. I, I t- touched a little bit on CERN or whatever, but I wanted to ask you tonight, is HARP slowing down earth changes? Like, you know, because, you know, we, when you look at the events, the floods and everything, 
It's almost like it already kicked right. off. They've been going on since 2012. They've been going on. You know what I mean? It's almost like even um, the, the temperature changes now. The temperature in India is like 130 degrees or something right now. Middle East, 130 degrees. So I feel like, like, like I'm asking you, like, is this the normal procedure and pretty much duration and how it's going to go for right now? And then just pretty much, you know, as Azio said, 2020, uh, 2027, they should be done complete, right? But is this the time frame? Like, what's the time frame in your words for the earth changes? Like, Well, this is the time frame. Um, I mean, we was told from 2012 to 2016, and then uh, four years, the energy will linger. Um, but in particular, we're looking at lots of solar flare activity in which that is taking place, corona mass ejections, what is called CMEs. Um, yeah. in which that is what produces what is called solar flares, super flares, mega flares. So, yes, this is taking place. You know, this, this is what is going on. But then we also have these um, anomalies, you know, like, for example, um, that is being produced by artificial weaponry, you know, which we, I, I did a tape in 2005 called Weapon Wars. We speak about um, the United States and other superpowers, as they are called, um, and how they're currently in possession of storm-making, storm-steering, and storm, um, you know, um, assimilating um, technology, yeah, such similar. as HARP, um, ISCAT, SIRA, yeah. LU, um, HYPER, um, Woodpecker. You know, and all with the ability to affect the strength and all the duration of our weapon systems. And with that in mind, you know, could we brace or be bracing for a preliminary weather um, um, instigated attack against the United States? You know what I'm saying? It's already going on, right? Or, Isn't it already going on? We know. Or, oh, yeah. Right, right. Or... Right, or to undermine our national um, infrastructure, if or is it something we said is being done by them by their own? You know, because I mean, they've been doing harping weather wars or chemtrails in particular now for the last twenty years. It's been when longer it than they admit to. Twenty years ago, right? That they admitted mm-hmm. to it, right? Exactly. Yeah, because they'll, they'll so, tell you some shit that you know, they're we, doing now that like it's recent, but it's old. That's what they do. Like the particle right, accelerator, exactly. I checked on that. There was one in the '80s. Like there was a particle accelerator in the '80s. You know, because the um, right. uh, hadron collider is a particle accelerator, right? But they've been making those and trying them out. So it's like they're telling us for some reason now because what, what they really got, they put their foot into this one or something. Like you know, I feel like the quantum computers is really where where the control comes from now, and not even the the, the particle accelerator. That's just what, what what I was feeling mm. like. You seen that video yet, God, on the on the uh quantum computers? There's a couple of videos no, but, but, they're, almost, but, like, boasting about a, they're boasting about it. Yeah. They're almost boasting about it. Right. In some of these videos. Mm. How much control they, they, they really actually have. So they're telling us like certain things. But right. some, my thing was like, you know, the earth chain is like, you know, um continental drift and all these things are supposed to be happening with the plates and everything. Like are they slowing that down in any way? With this heart machine, I mean, I feel like that's what it, that's what it really is for, right? To mess with our emotions, right? But then right. it really is to just try yeah, to keep their world that's, going. That's what it's for. That, 
That's exactly what it's for. The emotion. To interfere with our connections with the um, with the cosmos and in particular with the ancestral communications, um, with our ancestral um, parents and ancestors that have um, passed on. Because you you have three levels of angelic realm. You have the um, um, the atmospheric um, angels that deals with the atmosphere, which that in particular the first place that we go to is to that realm, which is called the astral plane, uh, which is called also the ionosphere. And it's no coincidence that this harp is able to beam up into the ionosphere to disrupt the frequencies in the ionosphere. You know? Yeah. Um, then you have Judean um, angels, and you have the, um, the archangels, you know? So we're talking about three levels or more, you know, um, of angelic, you know, entities. And these angels are, are nothing more than our ancestors in, you know, in various forms. You know, we see them in some forms when they appear, you know, as orbs or as, you know, remnants or impressions of their last incarnation. You know, Uncle Bobby's yeah. still like Uncle Bobby, you know. So what we're talking about is them destabilizing and disrupting our communication from them because they know that right now they're supposed to be able to guide us into um, becoming these higher beings. They're supposed to, yeah. they're supposed to um, interfere, as we would say, with what is taking place right now in order to give us an upper hand you know, or, lay, or leg up, as they would say, because... Uh, we need a um, divine intervention, and right. it's going to be coming yeah. or helping us to gain that. And so their whole thing is to cut the communication. How you mm-hmm. do that? Um, While well, you put something in between the two in order to stop that from happening. So they know that. So they know when we dream, when we dream, our minds or spirit goes into the ionosphere or what is called the astral plane. Um, in order to commune and sit with the ancestors and build it. This is oftentimes where the ancestors come um, in order to communicate with us at. But if there's a dis- um, dis- you know, uh, uh, hindrance or a blockage, then that, you know, um, is an issue or becomes a problem. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do. I mean, it's not going to work, I feel. You, you, like you see Nibiru up there? You seeing these images of Nibiru and like even something next to Nibiru, you're seeing it, right? It's almost like they're saying yeah. the the yeah. nemesis star comes yeah. in and then a planet comes with it and shit. And every time the sun sets, you see both alongside the sun, like maybe like 15 minutes after, you know, like as it's setting, you see the light from the sun right. and then it tucks away. Then you see two right. other things that setting next to it. Right. So this, if, if it's that close right. to be visibly seen, it just gets so close that it just takes up the whole sky, right? Isn't that pretty much how how it's gonna go? Like like it's gonna be a big like um yeah. it'll pretty much be the the size of the sky, right? It's right next to us. Yeah, well, exactly. right now it's not that's so close. Right? Um, I wouldn't call it you know, um you know, the one that's external, but in order for us to connect to it while it's here in this atmosphere, we have to be able to raise Kostalini, you know, to that particular area, right? You know, what I'm saying which is in our brain, which is that sun, that um, that 
that solar galactical cloud disk that is in our brain that hovers above the pineal gland. That is also liberatable. So yeah. you must be able to raise kundalini energy to get to it first in order to be seen by those Anunnakian beings or Syrian beings in which that is there on the, what they call the Starship um, um, uh, Confederation, as they would say. So say it's, it's Spaceship Confederation, you know, yeah. or Galactical Confederation. You know, so yeah. whatever term that they want to use, the, 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 you know, the, the, the um, Omar, you, you the Omar, right? You got to be able to, right, right. You got to be able to be seen, yeah. And you can't be seen uh, while depressed and fearful and scared, you know. And that's the state that they want us in. This is why all this perpetration of um of fear and um and, and anger, you know, that they doing every day and week yeah. is another killing in order to make you mad and angry. You know what I'm saying? Um, summer first flag, yeah. you know, but enough for real though. To make you angry, enough, enough. to make you scared, yeah. to make you not do anything, make you petrified, make you stagnated. So and, yeah. and make you not raise energy. You know what I'm saying? So all of this is done purposely. It's a terrible uh, distraction method too. And what about these migrants too? I know we don't really get into it, but when we see certain things that's going on, like they're they're acting like. They're, act, they're acting like they're being exterminated and shit. You know what I mean? They're acting like that, and they're pretty much exterminating us. Well, they, pretty much they are in a sense because consistently. Well, they are in the sense of genetic annihilation. You know, uh, when the male, you know, so-called black male or black female mixes in with them, then they are being genetically annihilated in that sense. Um, something which that the Moore spoke about: how to put a soul into a soulless body. Um, wow. So that has been some of the traits of the Moors of um, mm-hmm. and this is the reason why they um, state that the Moors betrayed the Africans. You know, we were trying to correct the problem that the Africans did, um, who was referred to as the big-headed scientist by Elijah Muhammad, um, by creating the Albion um, in the first place. So it was um, our responsibilities as the holders and the bearers of what we refer to as quote unquote. Um, the knowledge of ancient Egypt, the ancient mystery school, in order to correct what took place, you know. Um, so that is also it's one crazy. thing in which that, you know, has happened. So if you get the book, ISIS papers by Francis Cross Weller, she speaks about that the thing that the Europeans feel the most is genetic annihilation. So this is why um, he see the scholars and the penis, you know, or the, as they say, the, you know, as the symbol in which that, can produce that. That's the gun, you know, in which that they are afraid yeah. of. And so during hangings and lynchings, they cut that off, you know, in order to show that they have um, castrated us, you know, and didn't kill us. And in other words, cut off our bloodline and our genetic ties. You know, saying they got genetic ties in the hair, you know, strange fruit hanging yeah. from the tree, as um, Billy Holiday spoke of, I think. It's madness, you know, yeah. and it's, it's going to stop right now. It's going to stop soon. I know you've seen the bills up there. Like, I just want to know, honestly, it's like how long do we have to wait till even what um, you and Dr. Valentine was talking about, like the, you know, the mental tsunamis, but also like mountains fall to the earth and shit. Because it's pretty much, it's like Dr. Valentine was saying, the mountains that are there aren't going to be there. They have to fall, you know, and then um, water swaps places, you know. Well, like pretty much the magnetic um, 
force field around the earth goes down to so low waters it's going everywhere. Like I feel like that that's why I feel I feel like I know we must transform at that point. Like you know what I mean? It's almost like it can't even be a realm yeah, of physical because well, when you well, see Nibiru, well, it's if, like a dimensional thing. Right, but if and when if and when that happens, we have to be prepared ourselves spiritually and that's the whole point. You know, otherwise our magnetic fields are not gonna be able to handle the transition. So this is why we must work on what is called the macabre breathing. Oh, 18 breath, 24 breath, 28 breath breathing techniques in order to strengthen our macabre, uh, macabre or uh, Merkaba field, um, you know, in order to make us be able to sustain if and when the magnetic field um, changes or, you know, uh, collapse or go to zero point, um, as they say, for the time being. We have to be able to maintain our own um, field. You know, so we right. have to get back to um, re-energizing and Jeez. re, you know, revitalizing and re-juvenating um, our Just own auric yeah. cells and things. So, and the only way you can do that is through the science of breath. So, we yeah. need to start practicing it for real. Right. Because it's almost like you know, um, you know, when Bobby say people done already left their bodies, that pe- people, you know, got thrown out of windows, like, like niggas hit, hit hit one of the masters in the head with a hammer, and then they threw him out the window, and then he just got up and he walked away. And, you know, Bobby describes this, how, like, people have just already kind of, like, left their body, like, because I wonder how many people will just um, come online at that time without even knowing this stuff that, you know, that, that we sit here discussing right now, which is a must, though, because I do these things, too, Qigong, you know, as far as even just it ran with it from you, like, and um, there's some people that I wonder, like, oh, are they going to well, save themselves? People that don't even know about this stuff, like, will they just come online and be, you know, doing right. stuff? Well, if we talk about the scriptures, then the Bible already tells us that, lo and behold, um, a, great, a great multitude of all kinds of tongues and nations, and they speak of 144,000, and then it goes on front to say, you know, um, that we see another group of people, you know, um, of you know, who have um, palms in their hands and, you know, have on white, you know, um, garbs and so forth and so on. So the first group is the 144,000 symbolically, which is nothing more the bearers of light, those who are the revealers or the sons and daughters of light. Then you have another yeah. multitude in which that would come um, afterwards. So um, the awakening happens with those in which that, you know, are doing the duty, you know, doing the do as they say. Um, and getting this information out and expanding consciousness. You know, then, lo and behold, you want to see another multitude of all kindred tongues and nations, you know, who um, who become interested in this and they themselves become, you know, the avenue, you know, for the, you know, for the entities of spirits to take over, you know, to help them move on to the next level of awareness and consciousness, which we refer to as the fifth dimension, which is dealing with light or energy. You know, the third dimension is left, width, and height. The fourth dimension is depth, which is time and space. And the fifth dimension is um, energy. You know, so we'll be dealing with energy. This is why people um, are moving towards the energy uh, work uh, right now. Not necessarily becoming a light worker. You know, people want to say, oh, yeah. you're, you're a light worker. No, I'm, I'm working with energy. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know any, form, any and all forms of energy. You yeah. know, that's what we're working with. No, yeah. So it comes through Reiki, it comes through Qigong, it comes through Chai Chi, it comes through Pranic Healing, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like you said, martial arts, Aikido, 
you know, whatever. You know, we're trying to use the breath of life, which is the, you know, the spirit within us in order to reach the highest plateau, activation of the soul principle. I know. It's, it's almost like some of us, like pretty much with the light workers or energy um, workers, and it's going to be like we're metaphysicians too. We're not just looking at one area of something. You know what I mean? People, they come in this game, they're looking right. at like a certain area at a time. It just might be, um, might just be law. It might just be one thing at a time. But we look at it, all those things, right. you know, at the same time. Right. And that's, that's a certain depth to even be able to do that and shit. It's like we must obviously have all of our auric bodies online. I can feel this, you know. I feel that, you know. But right. but it's almost like I feel like right. um, j- just in my thoughts, like enough of us are going to start uh, uh, at least coming online is what the, what heroes are or the Superman thing. When this goes on, I feel like it right. must be that that's what it is. Because what has been described by um Dr. Valentine is like, you know, I'm not going to say insurvivable right. and shit. Like, I feel like the Bible had it sounding like that, but, you know, Dr. Valentine's been like, yeah, you know, nah. going to fall they, on they, they, spoke of new, they spoke of the new heaven and the new earth. So, nah, yeah. it's not going to be like that. Yeah. It, it couldn't. It couldn't be just like snapping your fingers. The, the total devastation. It must go on in increments, right? And pretty much, this is the beginning increments, right well, here. But. they also speak. They also they also speak of the quickening, you know, which that would take place. So, um, the quickening it would be the quickening as in a blink of an eye. So, you know, before you know it, it will and can happen. So, you know, but this is talking about our awakening, you know, which is taking place. You know, people that you, you know might have spoke to that wasn't conscious one minute, and then the next minute they damn um, telling you some shit, and you're like, hold up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, what happened? Yeah. But yeah, you know? what happened? Right. This is overnight. They 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 went to bed and woke up, and they was themselves for real when they woke up, right? Right. Right. Exactly. That's what it's gotta yep. be. But um. <laughs> I'm going to get ready to go. Brother Al, you got any closing comments, brother, before we get up off the jack? Oh, brother, I love the show tonight. I really loved it, man. I believe we really, you really dropped a lot of science tonight, man. Should open a lot of eyes and enlighten a lot of more tonight. So I said we do it again. Yeah, hopefully Wednesday. so. Uh, Thanks, we'll do it again next Wednesday, uh, no doubt about it. All right? And um, this is Dr. Eileen Bay. And um, we get ready to head out, y'all. We love y'all. You know, we appreciate y'all coming on, um, checking this out, listening. And um, we're going to keep doing our thing. Hopefully, y'all gain something for tonight's discussion. And um, you already know. You yeah, know, we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, we're going to keep doing it. You already know. Well, I know you guys will close the comments. What you want to say? Um, It's just like I feel like we back. You know, I feel like the Bill Star is so close. Then it's pretty much we back in effect. Um, the next stage of existence, I'm ready for it to be a sound more than a religion. Like I feel like even every time I hear mm-hmm. uh, brothers going in, it's getting more and more um, groundbreaking, more and more prolific. When you hear someone going in, like even that Joy Badass video, like like I showed you that video, Christ Consciousness, right, brother? Like and um, all of a sudden he hits you with that at the end. It's like it's just happening, happening um, all over the place, you know. So before you know it, this this True. is done. Freedom, yeah, you know. It's true. It's true. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. We ready. Oh yeah. No but all right, I'm gonna catch up with y'all too. Yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I gotta get back in this class, yo. <laughs> I'm gonna be calling Thursday. Yeah.
are here. Right. Return of the gods. You know, the return of yeah. the gods. We are here. So we just got to tell y'all one more time. We love y'all. Come on back next Wednesday. And we out. Peace. Peace. First World Order Radio, finally, finally, we are on the air. No doubt. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. We get on into some of that order consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio every Wednesday, 8 p.m. We got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday is 8 o'clock. We are now going to make this the hottest day of the week. Proceeding in levels in time, order, and importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates the bringer by specifics and the group based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air thoughts transmits it. Proceeding in others in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates the bringer by specifics and the group based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air thing that your thoughts transmits it. You need to understand how magical this, uh, something like this every Wednesday can become. Start uh, getting your calendar right, get your schedule, your schedule right. You need to know our intention straight out. All right, so, I mean, these clues are given throughout the various languages was to piece the puzzle of this ancient mystery school back together again. And what we plan on doing, both of us, is bringing y'all some surefire dynamite. We're going to take this level up a notch. We're going to have stuff to do here. This is not just going to be about philosophies and theories. Shit that works. You have an activated pipe in which that produced this black chemical called melanin. What we did was gave a hard line in the sand between the different definitions of esoteric study and exoteric study. Playtime is over.